my friend, my mentor, my love, how should we most enjoy this Libra season? How do we get the most out of it? We're going to get right on topic. Oh, fun. Um, I think in general, Libra season is just about appreciating like the natural beauty of the world, Ooh, yeah. enjoying things, making things look really cute. Um, and also like protecting kind of what's really important to you, mm. what you see as kind of your um your like North Star, morally speaking. Okay. Just really like honoring that. Oh wow. Yeah. I love it. Be really in tune with yourself and like your mission. Yeah. I for love sure. that. Okay, great. Well, welcome to As the Garden Grows. This is our beautiful co-host, Skijana Rose. Thank I'm you. Ryan Cassell. You're so welcome. We are here today to talk about Libra season, as we already have started to do. Yes, we have. Let's talk about the sun. Okay. Okay, so the notes I have on the sun are creative energy directed towards interpersonal relationships and initiating ideas. Thought that was interesting, especially about the initiating ideas. Yeah. You don't necessarily hear that as much as the, you know, relationship aspect mm, mm-hmm. when reading about Libras. Um mm. Also have wants to be recognized for balancing and harmonizing opposing energies. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we all kind of like know about Libra vibes. Um, refined sensitivity to beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, the aesthetic girl. Mm-hmm. The cutie girl. Um, soci- sociable and graceful. I, I thought graceful was an interesting word. Like I definitely get it, but it wouldn't yeah. be my first that came to mind necessarily. Yeah, but definitely sociable. Like the most fun oh, people at the party sure. for sure. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one, which is always kind of like the negative one or like the scary one is can lose personal identity by always pleasing others. Yeah, that's definitely I think the big thing with Libra sons. I would say like Libra is a cardinal sign. Um, so it definitely is about initiating new relationships and, you know, being a, a starter of yeah. things in that way. Um, but I think with the sun, it is the – of the those top three kind of Libra placements, sun, moon, and rising, that's the one that really ends up extending itself a little bit too far mm-hmm. um, because it's primarily concerned with, like, the the – the group in a way and just just more more than one person where like you see the moon is able to be more focused on one person and mm-hmm. love and connection with one person the sun is a little bit more I, I think it's just the airiness of it yeah it's so just like out there it's kind of like Aquarian in that way like it really just loves so many and mm. it will really you know tend to overextend itself when it comes to the masses yeah and would you say, too, like, loves being loved? Like, loves that part of, like, I, we, I love pleasing people because, you know, then they love me back? Or what is it really about? You know, no, I wouldn't. I would say that's more of an Aries thing. Okay. Um, wants Wanting to be loved, which is the opposite sign of Libra. Like, wanting people to love you back. Um, yes, I mean, that's there for sure. Yeah. But I think the bigger thrill for a Libra is being the lover. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, yes, they like to be needed or like loved, but it's more about realizing that they have a place where they're needed. Okay. And they're able to give their love because 
I think the love of a Libra is very unique mm. in whatever way they give it. it. It's very special and kind of individualized to them. Yeah. So there's an awareness that I think Libra sons especially have that's like, I have something that I can give. Mm. And yeah, so there's a, a real, like, reward that they get out of giving like it. Like, they're proud to have that love to give. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, compensated in that way of, like, I yeah. love you so much. Thank you for doing this for me. Do they want that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Doesn't everyone. Yeah. They do want it, but they don't. That's not why That's they not do the motivation. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but. I think you did a good job. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's all I have on, on the sun. Do you have any more sun yeah, thoughts? Yeah. I would just say, you know, just really continuing that thought, that Libra sun. I mean, they're they're so Libra and they're, they're all the big things about Libra focused on the aesthetics and all of mm. that. But they are cardinal in that way where they start things. They might not be the finisher. Um, you know, they, they, even in relationships, they can kind of get into things and then, you know, not really be as committed yeah. as they once thought they were, once thought they were yeah. or, or pur- purported to be, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They, they will, they're because they are so loving and so excitable, they will make it seem like they're really committed to something and then not be as committed. Mm. I think that it can be a little bit hard with Libra sons, um, particularly Libra sons, because I think they feel so called to do so many things. You know, that sun energy, right? That's like what's guiding you and telling you, you know, this is what you're meant to do in life. And I think for Libras, they just feel like, oh my God, I, there's so many things for me to do. Yeah. So, you know, they're good at starting things, not always great at finishing. I, I feel like they're that's the type of energy that, you know, they bite off a lot more than they can chew. Mm. And I think so part true. of what where they end up being humbled in their journey is having to admit that they can't do something. Yeah. And they can't do it all. And they can't do it all. You know, this discussion is really making me think I have some housewives to talk about later, but this is such an embodiment of Kim Kardashian, such a famous Libra. Mm -hmm. Like, she is so that vibe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's beautiful. She's all about her aesthetic, but she does start so many things, Mm -hmm. and sometimes too many. Remember that debit card that they got in trouble for, for, like, defrauding people? Now she's getting sued because she, like, ran some crypto thing that turned out to be a scam. Like, she's doing too much. Remember when she was doing Midori stuff? Like, girl... Stop. You don't even drink. So she is so funny, but I totally think that that works. Like, such Libra of sun vibes. Yeah. Okay. Let's move to the moon. So for the moon, the notes I have from my little chart interpretation handbook are reacts with objectivity and fairness to their environment, Mm -hmm. reacts analytically and craves order, Mm -hmm. um, refines emotional reactions to perfect their expression to others. I thought that was really interesting. Of an, an interesting way to take way to the say Libra energy. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> is it's what a I very say. interesting way to yeah. say that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, a tendency towards guilt and self doubt can often be eased by being of service to others. So I think what it was saying too is like they're not as naturally inclined to service maybe as like a sun expression, but they really should, you know, do that. Yeah. Still. That's still important for them. Um, the last two were seeks to improve the concrete physical world. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then also need to dissect emotions can inhibit responsiveness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, Libra moons are definitely like a a different flavor of yeah. Libra for sure. Um, I do think that they can t- end up being a little bit manipulative, especially because they do have that deep sensibility um, of like what other people are going to want. Yeah. And so they're they're just kind of able to manipulate a conversation or a situation to go in that direction. And, you know, for better or for worse, I guess. Sometimes yeah. I think it can be really great. And then sometimes I think it can be really bad, just like anything in life. True. Um, you know, they definitely tend to focus their energy more on one thing or one person. Again, for better or for worse, I think with that interpretation was trying to say was like that they end up focusing on so on that one person but they really should try to step out and get back to the the larger you know um collective energy and and plug back into the collective because you know the, the the intensity of a libra is so great that just being in that intimacy with just one person and it can almost become a little bit obsessive yeah yeah. Um, you know, or just like, again, manipulative. I was going to say, because manipulation and obsession go so there, so a, well it's together. It's a really line. fine line. Yeah. yeah. So that that tends to be where that goes when yeah. it's not, you know, healthy. Properly aligned. Yeah, properly aligned. Um, and I think, again, I do find Libras to be very intense. I find all cardinal signs to be very intense. True. Um, I, the energy of a cardinal sign is just like, bam, it's there. You know, they're in the room. Yes, you do. And, um, you know, for that reason, I think with a Libra moon where they can really just end up being, um, a little bit isolated, uh, it's, it's certainly not a good expression of a Libra. If you're a Libra and you often find yourself isolated, Mm. that's a good place to say hey what's going on yeah. um e- even though even a mo- though a moon might not be as sociable as a sun there's still a need for sociability yeah. and, and just being yeah being with being other people within the collective yeah and, and just really feeling your part within that right you know t- to the point that i think your chart was trying to make like a disembodied labor really can give themselves to service and and probably find something to kind of lift up their Definitely. vibration. So, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. There's that's a pretty big difference between the sun and moon. It's not you know, always as different. It's not for sure. Um like I think with like Leo's for example, it's not too different. Yeah. But with Libra, yeah, it's really different. Yeah. You know, um they they totally just come through in in different ways. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And we'll find that with the rising as well. So now yeah. this is Libra rising. I want to give it just a disclaimer that yeah. while this is me, yeah. I, you know, this is facts. You know what I mean? This yeah. is just from the chart handbook. So yeah. I'm not trying to make myself sound any better. I took all the negative stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. Number one, <laughs> and here we go, much more likely to be self-centered and narcissistic than Libra sun. Yeah. That's 100% true. Yeah, it is. 100%. I know because I have a Libra sun brother. Love you, Nate. Um, okay. But, and again. This is from the book. Right. Also likely to be genuinely kinder and sweeter. Yeah. Also true. Sorry. Yeah. Hate to say it. Um, Okay. Other uh, things that all relate to me and are interesting. Number one, relate to others in a more detached way than the sun and the moon. Mm -hmm. Um, Entire life can be easily focused on finding a mate more so than the sun. 
this is so interesting, especially with what we've been talking about in our personal lives. Totally. Um, and I do think that's true. Not that it's like um, a constant thing, but I never question like, will I find a long-term relationship one day? I know that's part of my journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. But then it says um, it can easily like go in the wrong way and be like, without a partner, a rising can lack sense of direction and physical motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, yeah. sleepy. I, I am sleepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the last one was, uh, rotate, r- retains a romantic view of life longer than the sun and moon who can easily sway pessimistic. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because I think first of all, when you think about Libra, you think about love, right? So meeting Libras that are not in love or really hyper-focused on relationship, partnership, intimate relationship is always kind of weird. Yeah. You just don't like, find it too often. You, don't, you, really, <laughs> you really don't. don't. There's such a flirty sign, right? Like yeah, those are all I don't have any single signs. Libra friends. Of a Libra. <laughs> yeah. So definitely like you, but in, you know, every now and then with the sun and the moon, you do meet those people. So much rarer to meet that with a rising. Yeah. I will say personally, a Libra rising is probably my favorite embodiment of a Libra just because of the, the it's a very fun sign. Yeah. It's a very fun um, placement in that like they really care about how things look and they care about their body and looking good and, 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 you know, kind of like being out there in that way. But to the point of like, they're not as emotionally detached to everything around them as right. a Libra sun or a Libra moon is like, they're not as, I don't want to say they're not as invested, but they're not as um it, they don't require it as much and i do think you're, you there is a part of not being as invested like that point of being like they can dissect people's emotions in a more detached way like like hearing of it but not being of it yeah. i definitely noticed that i think too. i think that is a way of saying they don't take things as personal yeah 100 percent. um but what i what I also really like about Libra Rising is that, yes, it is a very physical relationship. Because if you think about that line of their their seventh house is in Aries, part of their seventh house is in Aries. So it's very physical. Yeah. Um, like relationships are very physical. And I like I love that yeah. energy personally. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Libra Risings are really cool. They're really fun. I think something that's bad about Libra, not bad about Libra we rising, have to watch out for. but something that, you know, can get a little bit like wishy-washy is like, they can be like flaky and unreliable in a really tough way. Oh, yeah. Like, just the type of people who will just like say something and you'll just never hear about it again. Um, you know, yeah, 100%. like you might never hear from them again. That's true too. You know, like even if they make a promise to you, they're just not re- like of Libras. I don't find them to be super reliable in general, yeah. but I would say of the three Libra rising are probably the least reliable yeah. um, of the three. So that's tough, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, Every th- peak they're a good about. party friend. Yeah. As you know, honestly, and I'm sure it's true for Moon too, even though it didn't explicitly say, I, all Libra energy is so fun. Yeah, for sure. They are for like, so, sure. those are people so, it's the ones you are so easy to connect with. Yeah. You can just like chat with them in the grocery store in line. They're you know what I mean? Just like, like friendly and yeah. fun and bubbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like a great their energy. demeanor is just bubbly. Yeah, it's always fun to have. You got to have a Libra at every event. Totally. At least one. Yeah. 
Oh my God, that's awesome. Okay, so I have just a few of my personal friends, Real Housewives, in these categories. So number one, a Libra son. Oof, Jennifer Shaw. Oh. And soon to be indicted federal criminal, a woman so determined to have Chanel bags she stole from the elderly took her mom's retirement savings to defend herself before ultimately pleading guilty before um, filming our third season finale. Tough. Yeah. And it definitely is that that all the bad Libra sides yeah. <laughs> of like, I need stuff. I want to be cute. I, it's all about like, I'm manipulating. I'm Because she is. Like they say, they're, her cast members are like, I get why she conned, how she conned people. Because yeah. when she shines her light on you, it's unlike anything else. Which is such a Libra thing. Yeah. Um, but I find it interesting that she pleaded guilty. Yeah. Because that's also very Libra. Yeah. After, after a year, she filmed this whole season saying, I'm innocent. She's talking, we're watching it now. It just started. So we're going to watch her do this for a whole season yeah. of saying she's innocent. And then right at the last second, yeah. she went, because she was like, everyone else had turned on her. Everyone else was guilty. She's the number one person. Also, yeah. it's like, I don't know what you thought was going to happen yeah. here, but Stu also, yeah, Stu Jane's turned right quick. Wow. Yeah. She was the boss. Yeah. <laughs> she was the boss. Yeah, I know. Back, you know, where I'm from, you don't let the boss go down. <laughs> but. It depends, it you know, it really again, depends. Different sides. <laughs> she must not have the muscle to back it up. She doesn't have any family. You know what I mean? Um, so that's tough. So that's a Libra sign. Um, a Libra moon is actually a woman I've talked about before, but she's the only one I could find, which is Eileen Davidson. And you'll remember I said she's a soap actress on Beverly Hills who is, like, way too normal to be on the show. Now, some Libra moon things about her, she always tried to balance the group. She was always trying to be the peacemaker and oh, never, right. ever worked for her. But yeah. she was also just, like I said, a normal-ass girl and super logical. She would always be like, but you said that. Yeah. And now you're saying something else. Yeah. And everyone would be like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she'd be like, no, but wait, I'm yeah. still on that, you yeah. know? So that, and, and just like the desire to hold people accountable and like make sure everyone in the group is heard. Mm-hmm. That, is, that to me just felt very Libra Moon of yeah. her, you know? Now I will say, and I said it last time and I always will, she did wear a denim jumpsuit on a 22 hour flight. Oh. So she's just reckless. Um, but that's, I guess, really neither here nor there. So for uh, Libra Rising, I was charmed off my bidet to find out that Dorit Kemsley, <laughs> my chic baby girl, oh my God. And it's so funny because I was just telling probably you and probably everyone that when I was at a baby shower recently, shout out to Amanda, I love you, you're dropping this week. Um, I was doing a full Dorit cosplay. Oh, where I would mentioned to you where when she, when she was opening gifts, I would say, oh, no, <laughs> the cutest, the chicest. I love it. And Dorit just recently did this. It, 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 it's quite comical. But in terms of Dorit, she's very chic and sexy. She always has the best looks. Yeah. Um, I'm honored. Yeah. I'm, I'm honored. We're also just both just like dumb ass Connecticut bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, just, um. Tryhards, you know what I mean? But yeah. like proudly. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. And I love that for her. I love that for you. And thank you. Wow. Well, my friend Jay Lee is a Libra. Shout out to Jay. <gasps> Shout out Jay Lee. Love we her. love you. Always Happy so fun to be around. Birthday, the 21st, but we will be celebrating together. So I can't wait. Um, but other than that, I honestly don't have a lot of Libras in my life. Yeah. I do have like a lot of Libra rising friends. Um, yourself included. Thank you. Um, but I don't really have a lot of Libras in my world. Actually, what I will say is that my nephew, little oh. Robbie, is a Libra rising. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
That is so cute. So. And he is the kindest, sweetest person yeah. I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Yes, he truly is. Any other Libra advice we have? I really don't think so. I honestly think this Libra season in particular with, you know, having had like the Mercury Station Direct yeah. and all that stuff um, go down. And there's a lot of stuff going down in Pluto or with Pluto. Um, you know, obviously Pluto Station Direct as well. So I really do just think like this Libra season in particular is about like cleaning up messes, mm. you know, tidying up, yeah, which is totally again. the Libra way. Yeah. Like this is so on par with Libra energy. Um, but yeah, like tidy up and yeah, like make it cute again. Yeah. You know, but but be careful not to be making things cute just for the sake of being cute, mm. but making them cute because they actually are beautiful. Right. And you want like them there and the preserved. Like finding true beauty and not yeah. manipulating yeah, yeah, not trying to like rub, r- rush, brush, whatever it is. Things <laughs> under the rug. Don't rush it, don't brush it. Don't rush it, don't brush it, don't rub it. F title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't put anything under the damn rug. Let it all come out. And the thing is, like, if it's ugly, you don't want it there, remove it. Yeah. 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 So I love that. Okay. Happy Libra season, everyone. Happy Libra season. Okay. Now I would love to do. We're going to get to the Starcast, but first I want to do, we have to do a mini pod topics because of the, I guess, momentous announcement from Joe Biden yesterday, Grandpa Joe. Mm -hmm. You know, what did you think when you heard about it? I'm going to pull up his direct quotes. Oh oh my God. It was on cue, but I didn't. It wasn't. It was, but it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't intentional, but it seems to work out. Is that kind of what you're saying? Pretty much. Okay, fair enough. I'll read the tweets. I'll I'll paraphrase the tweets. Uh, As I've said before, no one should be in jail for using or possessing marijuana. Today I'm taking steps, blah, blah, blah. Allow me to lay them out. First, I'm pardoning all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. Okay. Okay. How many are there? (laughs) Federal. I also want to say that the language there is really important. Simple marijuana possession. Simple only. Because a lot of times when people got caught with like more than five grams of weed on them, they automatically classified it as intent to sell. Oh. Okay. So that's a different. Any of those people? No, and a lot, and that's what a lot of people get more severe charges on and you know it's one thing to say yeah i got in trouble for marijuana possession it's another thing to say yeah i got in trouble for intent to sell right 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 and that's much more damaging of course of course so i found that to be kind of like weak sauce yeah pretty much um okay second i'm calling on governors to pardon simple state marijuana possession offenses so, okay. So again, I you know, see. again, same way, same I mean, thing. Simple. Don't get me wrong. We have to start somewhere. Yeah, it's just anything not. is better than nothing. Totally. But there's just a lot more. This this is not a huge population of people. Correct. These, and these people are have already been, I think, like kind of fortunate. <laughs> right. You right, know right, what right. I mean? Like yeah, comparatively yeah. speaking. Comparatively speaking, yeah. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying, and. To remember that we're always looking at this from the lens, too, of, like, the PR of it all. Because when you read this and when the layperson reads this, it sounds momentous. It sounds like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know what I mean? So we just need to also keep the perspective of being like, this is aimed to sound like it's something really big and important. But actually, we have to look at how many people this is and compare it to what it could be. You know, that's what we're here to do. Um, Third, we classify marijuana at the 
Same level as heroin and more serious than fentanyl. It makes no sense. I'm asking the attorney general to initiate the process of reviewing how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. I mean, deschedule it, period. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand why we wouldn't just go the extra half step of saying simply deschedule it. Like, what do we have to review? I thought you were already clear on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean. Are you clear or aren't you? This is what I mean. Like, this is definitely something, but it's super weak. Totally. Yeah. It's to- it's, it's just throwing a bone. It's throwing a, a bone. It's like bone. so clearly like a pre-election season little thing that they're trying to give us. And don't get me wrong, like it is good and it will help people and every step counts, but yeah. it could be a much bigger step. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then, of course, he ends it with a nod to the alt-right saying, I'd also like to note that as federal and state regulations change, we still need important limitations on trafficking, marketing, and underage sales of marijuana, which... We all know. Are those problems? I'm not sure. Haven't heard. Um, Okay. So, overall, you know what we think about this. I think you. I think you get it. Another um, little mini pot topic I want to talk about is, have you seen this video of Kris Jenner after she had an edible on the new episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians? I mean, whatever it's called now. Um, So, there's just a hilarious video of her and Chloe, and she has taken what she describes as half a gummy. So, I just want to jump back to our little dosing chart last week. That is likely to give you absolutely no effect at all. But at dinner, Chris was just giggling. And I will give her this. She had some glassy eyes. You know how sometimes when you smoke, you get those absolutely glazed donut eyes? She didn't have those. (laughs) So, I'm thinking that our girl had more than half a gummy is what I'm alleging. Um, but she was laughing. She was hiding her little face behind her napkin. It was just hilarious. And I just want to say, you know, first of all, I've always said that Chris is the coolest. That's a hundred percent true and, uh, and obvious. And second of all, like things like this are good because I want us to talk when we're talking about the quote unquote dangers of cannabis. I wanted to see that, you know, you're in danger of having a good time at dinner mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. perhaps laughing too hard. Yeah. True. You know, true. And that's important. So check it out on Hulu. Um, <laughs> we're black. They're actually an ad partner. It's amazing. Our first ad partner, Hulu and the Kardashians. Um, okay, my friend. Well, shall we get into the Starcast? Yeah. We have a couple transits for the week. Um, okay, so we're talking about the tenth Monday to the sixteenth Sunday. Cool. And um, on the tenth, we have Mercury entering Libra. Yeah, back. Back. Libra, it was back there. again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And which means we're still in the shadow period mm. of this Mercury retrograde. A um, couple more weeks left of that, pretty much. You know, sometimes it's <laughs> that way. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think Mercury in Libra is, you know, it's it's not good nor bad. It's kind of just, um, you know, it's, it's in an element that it likes to be in, air. Mm-hmm. Um, it can move around there and, and move fast there and be supported that way. Um, and it is going to be kind of gaining speed. So, you know, I definitely think it's just a time where, again, going back to what we were just saying about this Libra season, being careful not to brush things under the rug, being careful with that Libra inclination of wanting to say things in a way that's really comforting Mm. and things like that, you know. Um, Be honest. Yeah. I think honesty is really what is a big part of what we've been working on this year, astrologically speaking yeah yeah, like I do think honesty and and just being real in the moment um has just been a big energy that's been kind of swirling about this year so I think this 
Mercury going into Libra is a good time to kind of test where you're at. Okay. Check in. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, Okay. The next day on the 11th, Tuesday, the sun, obviously in Libra, trines Saturn in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the sun in a Saturn trine is always just a little bit, I think, jolting in that. It's just a big reminder of of purpose and and function and responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, with Libra, you know, the sun is like not super well positioned in Libra. Right. Um, I think technically in its fall in Libra and obviously Saturn is in its home in Aquarius. So Saturn is definitely the more, yeah, like powerful, um, person in this trine or powerful planet in this trine. And so therefore is kind of supporting the sun. So I think it's just a reminder where you can sometimes get a little directionless in Libra season that, you know, you have purpose and and here's a reminder of where where it can be applied. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, And then the next day on Wednesday, um, Mercury in Libra opposes Jupiter and Aries. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jupiter is crawling back right now um, towards Pisces. It's in retrograde and it's heading back towards Pisces. And they're they're probably at a very early degree of Libra that this is, I mean, yeah, Libra and Aries that this is taking place. You know, the way that I see it is it's it's really just a little boost of, you know, mm. positive energy. My and God. Just, yeah. A reminder. Happy maybe, hump day, everyone. Yeah. Like maybe you get a nice message that day or something that just boosts something or just kind of brings light to something um, in, a, in a big way. Ooh. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. It could, definitely could be. Put it on your calendars. Why not? Um, and then on the 13th Thursday... Venus in Libra trines Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. So, I mean, Venus is in Libra, so that's always really nice. Um, You know, she's home, and I think she's always really well positioned when she's in one of her home signs. Um, You know, trining Saturn can definitely feel a little bit, um, again, taking us back to that that trine that the sun was having with Saturn earlier in the week, um, reminding you about your, your path and your purpose. But the thing is that both Venus and Saturn are in home signs here. So they're both really, really like powered up. And okay. I think it's really just kind of like reminding us that we should love what we do and that what we love is what we're here to do. Mm, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Okay, uh, beautiful. So that is what we have for the StarCast. Now we are going to hop over to a beautiful pre-recorded segment that I have with our girl, Sarah. Yay! You heard her a couple weeks ago. She's back. We had a funny little chat with a a fun old cannabis smoke story. Oh, cute. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise for you. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. So let's hear that now. Yay! We are back in a new location. In the Garden Alcove, if you will, for our video viewers, please join us on Spotify. And we are joined by our beautiful COO, Sarah Robertson, once again. Hello. Hi, Ryan. Welcome back to the Growing Garden. Now, our girl, Kijana, is working. And we're doing a little, we're sneaking in a little segment where I want us to, as we told you guys, you're going to get to know the gals. Mm -hmm. They're our favorite people in the world. Now, we want to hear about, give the people some of your, you got a good smoke story for us? You know you got a good can of story? I I do, actually. Um, So I don't, I don't really remember the first time I smoked weed. It took me a really long time. 
I was very much so a street edge. Oh my God, Sarah, yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all learning. I was. We're all learning. On the for, how, so, for how long, if you don't mind me asking? Um, until I was 18. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I feel better. Yeah. Okay. I feel better. I wasn't, it wasn't like. Recent. Like through college. Right. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, um, and also we, you know, make sure that you're of age when you. 100%. You know, 21 plus 21 only plus. is the recommendation of this, this was, corporation. This was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Know I mean? And um, you'll notice no one's saying their ages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I have the first time that I remember, it was the first time that I got high. Yeah. Um, uh, we were at a friend's house and I was really comfortable with the people that I was with. Uh, I, I, I tried it before, Okay, but I, I didn't feel anything and I definitely wasn't doing it right. You know, so as a short aside, do you remember yeah. that thing that people used to say to us in high school, uh, you know, whenever, mm-hmm. and it was like the first time you smoke, you don't get high. Yeah. Do you remember that urban yes. legend? Is that true? Yeah. Well, I mean, in my <laughs> it was case, true for you. It did come, yeah. yeah. But I think, I think partly it's because like you probably don't know what to do. Like you're not yeah. inhaling the way, yeah, right yeah, way. yeah. Like it just like held and, it like, in my mouth. Ingestible and I was, like, volume is yeah. probably low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Exactly, perfect. Exactly. All right. Back to your story. <laughs> so we are at my friend Pat's house, and there was a group of us that we were chilling, we were hanging out, and we smoked, and I got high, and. Domino's at the time <gasps> was having a promotion. If you were five ninety nine mix and match, no, still doing it. This by the was way. this was if you got a pizza, you also got a side of brownie bites with Ooh, a fudge sauce. Fudge sauce with a fudge <gasps> sauce. Oh, I don't. Ooh, that's delicious. It was. They don't fuck around with the fudge sauce they anymore. Don't. And it, which is upsetting. It's they should yeah. absolutely. Bring it's it probably back. a legal issue. Mm. I'm sure something happened. <laughs> so we obviously ordered the pizza, and it obviously came with the brownie bites. And I, all I remember is that time slowed down. Mm-hmm. I started eating the brownies, and I had fudge sauce literally everywhere. I was covered. It was on. She was my a hands. vampire. It was on my face. And so at some point, I or someone else strongly recommended that I go and clean up yeah. a little bit because I, I was definitely. Why don't you grab a wet now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the bathroom to wash my hands and I turned the faucet on and stuck my hands under the water. And for I probably 25 minutes, <gasps> I, I experienced water for the first time. Oh my God. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh my God. I was. What even is this? Oh my god! I, I love can't that believe it. I I used to swim. I was a swimmer. A I, lifeguard. A lifeguard. I have been in water for so much of my life, yeah. and this was the first time that I was actually feeling the water. Oh my god! And I love that. I, I I said, well, if this is making me feel this, just about something that I'm in every day, I I have to figure out more about it. Oh my god! I love it. So <laughs> I love the idea of you getting to the bathroom, being like, you guys. I don't know what's going on out there. That's so cool about the, you know, sure, the sure, fudge sure. sauce. <laughs> Pizza, we, whatever. We're stimulated. We think we're stimulated. Have you checked out the water? <laughs> <laughs> Have you run your hands under the faucet at all? Because it's a really new experience. That is so funny. First of all, that's so funny that you say that because one time when I was high on shrooms, I kept um, just like feeling the air and being like, everything is so wet here. <laughs> like there's so much water in the air. There's It's moist. This is such a moist place. You know, everyone hates that word. Everyone but it's just it. so funny that like, oh my God, these drugs that are from the earth they're just trying to be like hey why don't you look around why don't you see what's going on isn't water cool isn't it amazing that it just 
comes to your house. Oh my god. Oh, Imagine. Yeah. Imagine if we could time travel to <laughs> certain periods and be like, by the way, we're just shitting in our homes now. Congrats. <laughs> that was really amazing. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. And then in college I I really flourished with my cannabis use. Yeah. Yeah. We used to we used to um we used to have parties and they would eventually inevitably get broken up by the by the police. Oh. And she's a rebel. Um sometimes they would be kind of like aggressive about it. And oh. they, you know, they'd want you to Real clean pig, up really pig and hard. <laughs> you want oink, you to like <laughs> clean up really fast. Um but this one time in particular this officer had walked around the apartment in, uh, that we were in and there was there were bongs and bowls bongs of plenty. He and he said, "What are you doing? You decorating with these things?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. That is was, so good. And I'm pretty sure I was like almost unconscious in a, on a beanbag. So it was it was just something I really that liked. Sarah <laughs> is too good and something someone could say if they walked into my home as well. <laughs> I wouldn't appreciate it. Oh my god, that is truly hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you first started smoking, what did you smoke out of? Like a bowl. Um, a bowl. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest like mechanism to get your hands on and like your skills around at the beginning. Yeah. And it's, it's something that like you buy it once or you accumulate it. Oh my God. One time, Hundreds of right. Them. And you don't have to like yeah. worry about going to a smoke shop yeah. or anything. You don't have to get like a. What about the games? Um, again, not, no specific ages, but when <laughs> it would be like, how do I find a bowl? Like, where do I even buy a bowl? Like <laughs> growing up in Connecticut, we'd be like, does this gas station sell bowls? Like, where do you go? You know, it was always gas stations. We just yeah. had to find the gas station Be-ball. that had it. Yeah, because it's not like there were like smoke shops back then. You know, again, not any specific date range. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Back in a time. Back in a time. Um, I I distinctly remember um having to be really creative also and like apples. doing the makeshift the yeah. apples or doing like a plastic bottle oh and making like, like a, a water, water bottle bo- yeah or like mm. a big two liter and doing like a water <gasps> bong oh my god you're it. so fancy i didn't create this this was just but you were there from so my memory to experience and you were hanging out with the right crowd i was some oh, smarties we did some like cans you know like a mm, coke can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dr pepper to be specific <laughs> But yeah, it, it, first of all, it's so interesting that we had to be such little scoundrels, you know? We we, we had to learn in, in mm-hmm. a hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids these days, they get vapes. Oh my they get both. God. They can go wherever <gasps> they want. They, they, didn't, they don't know what we had to they go through They don't know the struggle. Yeah. They don't know the struggle. Of, do I smell? Them. Yeah, 21 yeah. plus. When I was 21 <laughs> plus, I was thinking, do I smell... You know what I yeah. mean? Like, do I have yeah. weed? Do I have, first of all, remembering all the components <laughs> is nuts. So many, things, so many accessories. I have to leave the house with a, a, some sort of smell-proof contraption mm-hmm. with five different things. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I would carry around, like, large jars. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. No. no. And, like, I would just have, like, sweatpants and a hoodie, so I'm just, like, shoving <gasps> oh my things God. in my the pockets. All, so many pockets just getting hung down. Yes. Yeah. 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 But I, I, uh, I didn't really ever stop smoking. At some point, I at some point I stopped for a couple of years, but eventually it just called me back. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but those are some of the most. Now, moments. are you one of those like you're not one of those people that takes like tolerance breaks? 
No. no same. No. Okay, same. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anyone on the team does. But some but some people do that. And that's yeah, very and interesting. I, I mean, I can understand it. I mean, there are days where um there are days when I choose when I'm going to consume. Yeah, like, you know, same. like it depends on what I what I got going on for the day. But um I think those things sort of in my life have naturally sort of ebbed and flowed. Like yeah. sometimes it's more and sometimes it's less, but I, I don't do it intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely so true. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Now, this is a question I just asked Kijana this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite way to smoke now? Um, My favorite way to smoke is my absolute favorite way to smoke is a blunt. Like yeah, I love a full. Go on. I love a full blunt. Um, I, my, The most Practical. Common thing that I use right now is just a bowl yeah. that I love. It's yeah. like a cute ass little bowl and it's awesome. Um and I'll I'll give you the details of where we got it. Maybe we can tag the company. Yeah. Like, give them a little because they were really cute. Yeah. Um, Verdo. Uh guys, we're finding a bunch as a as an aside, we're finding a bunch of mm. cute glassware mm. and like women-owned accessory companies. Yeah. There's some really cool stuff happening in the cannabis accessory space. Beautiful and we're excited stuff. to yeah. be able to have some of that stuff in our store. Yeah, as well. eventually. Yeah. 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 Really exciting. But um, but I think in my heart of hearts, smoking the blunt is probably my That's the my best preferred. time. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. You? There's something special about a blunt in particular. Yeah. Like, I'm not big on um, joints. Like, I do, you know, smoke them whenever they're offered to me. But, um, <laughs> never gonna yeah, I ne- I'll never say no. Just like I said about <laughs> the other day. But you remember. Um, so, yeah, 100%. And uh, But I do think a blunt has something special. And I'm not sure if it is, like, truly the little bit of caffeine you get from mm-hmm. the wrapper. Because I do love – that is – When we talk about things my body is chemically addicted to, the only thing is caffeine. Really? Like, I get the headaches if I don't have Mm. coffee. I feel like I'm a zombie at 11. Caffeine, and we'll we'll probably talk, this probably will be a topic that I discuss at some point. Yeah. But caffeine is just another plant stimulant. Yeah. It's just more widely accepted and is used by millions of people every single day. Right. But it is so strong. And speaking of like a, a um, a tolerance adjustment oh um there's a book called your mind on plants which is a which is a play on your um brain on drugs written oh, by I love michael it. pollen and he specifically talks about caffeine is one of the dr- of one of the plants that is a mind altering stimulant and the impact that it had when he stopped using caffeine and taking caffeine and then when he started to slowly introduce it back into his life and how amazing it was interesting yeah yeah Oh, I'd really love powerful. to read that. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. Because I would like to, like, I, I don't ever need to not have coffee at all, but I would like to not be dependent. Yeah, you know? for sure. Wow. I don't know how we got here, but my friend. <laughs> we got <laughs> I here. I love you so much. I love you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for stopping by. Thanks for having me again. Now, Sarah, give the people a little preview of the segment you've been thinking about, the one that you emailed me the other day. Yeah. It sounded so great, and I can't just give the people oh, a little preview. I'm so excited. So something that I love to do is, is just explore sort of curiosity. So um, I think if you're curious about something, we want you to send in your questions. And because sometimes you might have a question that you might be a little bit, I don't know, uncomfortable to ask. Yeah. 
And, you know, we, we all have Google, but I do think that there's something about someone just providing you some resources. So, um, you know, if you have a question like, why do my eyes get red? Or um, what strain should I use? Or um, why does my mouth get dry? All, any of those questions yeah, we're looking to... your can of questions. Yeah, your can of questions. So we're here for you and we want to answer those questions for you. So that's sort of what we're working on. And we'll also include some sort of like fun facts about cannabis yeah. throughout, throughout time. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so fun. We're yeah. still thinking of a fun name for it, sure. but it is going to be great. You guys are going to hear from Sarah. You're going to be laughing and learning, <laughs> living, laughing and learning, <laughs> just as time. we all continue to do. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, thank you so much for joining Thanks, me guys. today. I love you. I love you. Sarah, you kill me. Um, thank you everyone for joining us back. Thank you, Sarah. That was wonderful. We'll hear from you again soon. Now, Kijana, to close out the episode show, we do a little route to rise as well. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. So I'll go. Please do. Okay. Um, for me, like this week, uh, you know, not not this week past. To act today, actually. <laughs> just just today. We I can only be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We only have right now. We only have right <laughs> now. We, and actually, that's what my, my oh, yeah. mantra is about. Because literally, I, I woke up and, you know, you guys know I'm on, I'm on a journey. I talk about it all the time. Anxiety, stress, all types of things that I, I deal with. Um, but I definitely have been really stressed. Like yesterday, I had a huge stressful moment Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and I was like thinking about the future and I was thinking about the past and I was like I'm I'm I had been feeling lately and I have been feeling lately like really like just not grounded Mm -hmm. um just like kind of floating in the air which is not a place that I like to be it's not something that I like to feel and I was just also feeling I was saying to you yesterday like I I feel like I can't really have fun right now yeah like I'm just It's so true. Nothing is really fun for me. I I can't even remember the last time that I really had fun, I feel like, and I just feel like, yeah, it's been so hard. So I've been really just trying to focus on just being present in yeah. the moment and just kind of sitting in a moment and just recognizing what I have or what I don't have. Um, and not trying to, you know, brush it under the rug or feel like I need to make myself feel better or worse or whatever, but just sitting in the moment. Um, and being present because, you know, I'm, I don't think that, especially this week, as I've kind of been going through so much different things, I don't think that getting caught up in the past or in the future is doing anything at all for mm. me. So at least if I sit in the moment, I can learn the lesson that's being offered to me yeah. at that moment rather than, you know, trying to problem solve something that, you know, is or isn't even an actual yeah. current issue. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, so that's I love that for you, and I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, mine, I have just a small little, uh, what I like to call a gay PSA for everyone. Um, you guys need to go see bros, okay? You guys need to go see bros. All of you, quote unquote, allies, get your ass. I'm not talking about you in particular. No, it's okay. Because um, we, we are going to go yeah. together. Um, but... You know, it didn't do that well, but it's truly so funny. Yeah. It's got like a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's been called one of like the best comedies of the last 10 years by Rolling Stone. Like wow. everyone unanimously agrees it's great. And I've heard all these like, okay, if there's one group of people that we as gays support, it's crazy white women. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? All of you listening, no, Shh, nod your heads. <laughs> I've heard a number of my favorite crazy white woman podcasters being like, I just didn't feel like it was like for me. 
It's like, bitch, do you think I've had anything for me for the last 30 years? We got one movie that's for us, quote unquote. And like, you should go and be able to find it hilarious. Just in the same way that we have been going to thousands of movies about hetero couples and finding things to enjoy in them. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It's problematic. I think that in general, when people say things like, oh, I didn't feel like it was for me, it's quite problematic. Yeah, Um, I think it covers something. It comes a lot. I saw that narrative come out a lot with um, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, A lot of people were like, oh, I'm not going to watch this show because I'm not the demographic that they're going after. And, you know, that was a show about a Pakistani girl. And Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, she's getting superhero powers, but like. Why would you not be the mar- like? It's a superhero genre. So if you liked Captain America, it's weird to hear someone be like, oh, "Yes, I yes, I love everything Marvel, but I'm not going to watch this because I just don't feel like I'm the demographic." Also, like, are like, are you a tree? Like, when you watch I Am Groot, do you are you like because I'm a tree person? Like, let, where do we draw the fucking totally. line? Like, do you think you're a squirrel man? Like, rocket? Totally. Like, this is crazy, totally guys. Totally. <laughs> not so. So I think anytime I hear that argument of like, well, it's not really for me. It's like, okay, so you're just deflecting. And I think too, like we see that in with like black movies too, where, you know, like Black Panther was like one of the first black movies to ever like actually strike a chord with an audience outside of the black community. Right. And that's, it was so huge for us as a culture. Totally. Um, Like being in that, on that platform and seeing that happen. And it was monumental to actually witness in real time. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that what has unfortunately happened with like bros is that like the promotion of the movie gave people this mm. out to be like, oh, well then it's not for me yeah, because it was so like widely promoted as like a gay rom-com. And yeah. I think that's part of the problem. Like why do we have to separate those things? Yeah, why yeah, yeah. why does it have to be a gay rom-com? Right. Why can't it just be a rom-com right. that happens to feature gay couples? Right. Like if if the if our goal is to normalize these things, then why are we so hell-bent on separating them? Yeah. Not trying to take away from the identity because as a black person like obviously it, you can't say the same thing. Right. But I'm saying with with the LGBTQ community like it I, I I guess I have a hard time understanding where the division lies. Yeah, no, because 100%. to be honest with you, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was really just going to say, but I will just say, like, I have a hard time understanding because I, that community in particular for me crosses so many different lines mm-hmm. that I just don't understand why. And like, but I don't want to take away from your identity because right. like if that is me like minimizing your identity, then first of all, I'm so sorry. Like I, I really don't mean to be doing that in this no, moment. No, I think it is important to discuss because like, yeah, you get to a place where you're like, why does it have to be a gay rom-com? And then it's like, I guess, because there never has been one before. Like I think what they made a mistake in is like the marketing relied a lot too on it being like a historic like this is the first gay rom-com like backed by a major motion picture studio. And like, it's really, it's going to every theater. You know what I mean? And I think like, like you said earlier, that does give people an out to be like, "Mm, like, I'm not supporting that. You know what I mean? Which it's like, okay, but that's, it's honestly just like disheartening to continuously be reminded that like the people in this country, like don't actually like fundamentally 
care about you and like you know like there's still like the whole like abomination aspect that like we just can't get rid of in the middle it's so interesting though because like particularly with this like I feel like and and it's so interesting in general with LGBTQ community especially in this country like there are a lot of cultures within this country where like that's still not accepted but also like how do I say this like even someone who might identify that is still not like they're still being conditioned not to Oh, 100 percent the internalized homophobia is just as bad yeah there were people there's a lot of like discourse among the gay community being like this wasn't even for us or this you know what i mean like a lot of the people in the lgbtq community are like why was this movie about two white cis gays and like there's an argument there but it's also like that's where it becomes tricky because it's like, so then does every gay movie have to equally represent every gay type of lifestyle? And like, like, and then does everything have to become like a fucking documentary? You know what I mean? Like that was a big part of bros too. Like we can write a stupid movie that's funny too. And it can just happen to be about gay people. Like, I think that's a big part of the argument, you know? So it's just very interesting. It's totally interesting. I definitely think the conversation is really important that, that it's bringing up. I do think that it's bringing a level of awareness to see, like, where we all are. Um, I definitely think that there are just things that, you know, for whatever reason, people find, you know, like, oh, I can accept this, but I can't really accept that. And, like, where the boundary ends. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to... I'm happy to support, but I don't want to go see. Yeah, it. like I don't think it's funny. Yeah, like or you, you know, know, or there's it's not my demographic. It's like a little gross for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like okay, <laughs> but but again, like where where is the line? Yeah, you know what I mean? Line? Like mm-hmm. I, I fully don't even understand it. No, like, and nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think it's still so important that we do continue to try to. I mean, we obviously are a really like diverse business, and mm-hmm. our, you know our team is is extremely diverse. And I think these are the types of things that like we we all like seek to really understand. Yeah, and know? like come together. Like the only way we're ever going to be able to figure it all out is to like have more communication and talk through whatever. And you know what I mean? Like it's important for people to be like but I don't understand this and this makes me uncomfortable. And what about this? Like, that's fine. Like we can, it's cool to have the conversation. What's not cool is to just like be silently homophobic and like never try to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or say that you like support, but when when, don't like the rubber meets the road. Right, 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 right. You vote for people who don't and you, you know what I mean? Like that's what it all comes down to too. But I'm excited to see it. Oh, it's going to be great. It's truly hilarious guys. Just as a, just as a movie. It is a funny movie. And yes, he is. Yes. I think he's hilarious. No, he's hilarious. I love Jason Billy on the street. Yes. Uh, so it's I'm hilarious. Super excited. Well, guys, thank you for listening to another week. Get out there and enjoy your Libra season. And we will be back next week.